This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Today is Monday, November 30th, 2020. On this day in 2001, a former county sheriff from Georgia was charged with murdering the sheriff-elect after a heated election. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today we're covering the arrest of former DeKalb County Sheriff Sidney Dorsey, who was charged with murdering his opponent following a close election. Dorsey was later sentenced to life in prison. Now let's go back to Atlanta, Georgia on the morning of November 30th, 2001. At 4.30 a.m., DeKalb County Police Chief Eddie Moody took the podium to announce the arrest of three suspects in the murder of Sheriff-elect Derwin Brown. District Attorney J. Tom Morgan and current County Sheriff Thomas Brown, no relation to Derwin, stood behind him. Thomas had been elected in March in a special election called after Derwin Brown was shot and killed. Brown was a 22-year veteran of the county's police department and had won the sheriff position in a close election against incumbent Sidney Dorsey. Friends and colleagues called Brown a good, honest cop. He was a father of five and had often spoken out on behalf of the community and victims' rights. He championed a lawsuit that forced the DeKalb County Police Department to hire more black cops and even wrote a comedic newspaper column. But in December of 2000, just days before he was about to be sworn in as county sheriff, he was shot 11 times in his driveway. It was his wife's birthday, and he was carrying roses for her, having just arrived home from a victory party. His wife and family were inside. Investigators found cartridges from a Tech 9 semi-automatic at the murder scene, but suspects were not immediately apparent. Yet the sheer amount of bullets suggested that Brown hadn't just been killed, he'd been assassinated. About a week later, investigators learned that Brown had given former Sheriff Dorsey a list of as many as 62 employees that he had planned to fire once he took office. 38 of them had already been notified, making any one of them suspicious. But still, there were no substantial leads, and over the next few months, the case was slow moving. But in March of 2001, former Sheriff's Deputy Patrick J. Cuffey, who had been fired in the new administration, was involved in a lethal shooting outside of his Atlanta home. The incident made investigators suspicious. Two shootings within a year of each other, involving the same department, couldn't have been a coincidence. 
Over the next few months, Cuffey's house was investigated twice, and he was later arrested for his involvement in the March 2001 incident. But following a quick trial, Cuffey was convicted only of evidence tampering. This led the public to believe that Cuffey was cooperating in the Derwin Brown case. And by November of 2001, Cuffey led the investigators right to Brown's killers. In the wee hours of the morning on November 30, 2001, police arrested three individuals for the sheriff-elect's murder, including Brown's election rival, former county sheriff Sidney Dorsey. A few hours later, the arrests were announced to the public. The news was shocking. For Dorsey to kill the man who had beaten him in the election was unthinkable, especially considering Dorsey had worked in law enforcement for over 30 years. Police Chief Moody stated that it made them feel a little lost and sad to arrest the former sheriff for murder, but they were happy they'd gotten to the bottom of the case. Meanwhile, Dorsey's attorney vehemently denied his client's guilt. As for Dorsey himself, he had been trying to deflect suspicion away from himself for almost a year, all the way back to when he was interviewed about Derwin Brown's assassination in December of 2000. He said that despite his loss in the election, there was no motive for him to kill Brown because he had a deep fear of punishment. He added that the whole incident had been very strange to him, even going so far as to call the incident tragic and frightening. But neither Dorsey nor the sheriff's department he led for four years were entirely innocent. In fact, his administration was filled with corruption and scandal. Derwin Brown's mistake was trying to clean it up. Coming up, we'll dive into political corruption and the election that ended in murder. Hi, it's Greg. I want to tell you about a fantastic podcast show I know you'll love that dives deep into some of history's most notorious leaders. It's called Dictators, and every Tuesday, it examines the reign of a real-life tyrant, exploring the unique conditions that allowed them to seize control. Dictators have a never-ending thirst for power. Some seize this power through force, others through deceit, and all of them won't hesitate to eliminate anybody who stands in their way. You can hear episodes on dictators from the Roman Empire like Caligula, World War II dictators like Benito Mussolini, female dictators like Isabella of France, and many more. There are over 40 episodes available to binge right now that I know you'll find fascinating. Discover the governments that fell, the lives that were destroyed, and evil at its highest level. Follow Dictators Free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now back to our story. On the morning of November 30th, 2001, 
former DeKalb County Sheriff Sidney Dorsey was arrested for the murder of Sheriff-elect Derwin Brown. In July of the following year, he was convicted and sentenced to life in prison, as well as given an additional 23 years for racketeering and violations of his oath of office. It was a dark turn for a man who was the county's first black sheriff. Dorsey was born in Atlanta, was married to a city councilwoman, and began his career in law enforcement by famously supervising the reopening of the Atlanta child murders case. But even his time as an officer was not without charges and legal proceedings. In 1965, he killed a man in a shootout while on duty, but was cleared of any responsibility. In 1970, he killed another man at a gas station and was charged with manslaughter. But Dorsey claimed his gun had discharged accidentally and the case was not taken any further. Prosecutors in the Brown trial described Dorsey as power mad. Throughout his 30-year career, he also operated a private security business and had a taste for money and luxury. So when he was elected as DeKalb County Sheriff in 1996, he decided to use his new status and the office's resources to his full advantage. Dorsey was accused of forcing sheriff's deputies to work for his own security company and directed county inmates to work construction jobs for his political supporters. On top of all that, he was not a loyal husband. At the Brown trial, two women testified as having had affairs with Dorsey while he was in office and was charged with bribing women for sexual favors. Derwin Brown had run against Dorsey on a platform that promised to clean up corruption in the sheriff's department. Though Dorsey was initially the frontrunner, the Brown campaign leaked information about the wrongdoings from his office, and Dorsey lost public support quickly. When Derwin Brown won, Sidney Dorsey was angry. His personal life was in turmoil, he was faced with sexual harassment allegations, and his marriage was wavering. So he devised a plan to get rid of Brown and run again in a special election, hoping for a victory to reclaim his position and name. Dorsey directed his deputy sheriff, Patrick J. Cuffey, to kill Brown. Supposedly, he wrote the instructions on a piece of paper, which Cuffey later ate to destroy evidence. Cuffey then enlisted their friends and other members of the sheriff's department, Paul Skyers, Melvin Walker, and David Ramsey, to help with the assassination. Long after his conviction, Dorsey claimed that though he initially directed Cuffey to murder Brown, he called it off before the night of the incident and therefore should not be charged with murder. Yet he still met with the four conspirators even after allegedly calling it off, and Cuffey followed through with the murder. Both Cuffey and Skyers were ultimately granted immunity in exchange for their cooperation and testimony in the case. Initially, Walker and Ramsey were acquitted of any murder charges following a state trial. However, in 2005, they were convicted at the federal level for conspiracy to commit murder for hire and were sentenced to life in prison. 
At the time of this recording, Sidney Dorsey is 80 years old and remains in Georgia State Prison. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Stacy Lee Nemec, with writing assistance by Alex Benedon and fact-checking by Bennett Logan. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Don't forget to check out the Dictators podcast. Every Tuesday, they go deep into the minds of some of history's most despised despots. You'll get insight into their rise to power and the impact of their downfall. Search for Dictators in the Spotify app and listen free today.